2: All right, Mike Heck here for MMAFighting.com. And just like weather in New England, my friends, in the world of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, just wait a minute and the whole divisional landscape can change in an instant. And that is what had happened in the UFC heavyweight division. So if you missed it, we have a new main event for UFC 265 on August 7th. There is a heavyweight championship on the line, but not the undisputed heavyweight title. And it will not include... Francis Ngannou. There will be an interim heavyweight championship fight three months after Ngannou becomes champion after knocking out Stipe Miacic. An interim title will be up for grabs as Derek Lewis will fight Cyril GaN in Houston, Texas. GaN, of course, just defeated Alexander Volkov in the UFC Vegas 30 main event this past Saturday. And people were wondering where Cyril GaN is going to go in this logjam heavyweight title picture. Well, we have our answer. He's going to Houston to fight Derek Lewis. And let me just say, if you said, hey, Mike, write me a list of a 1,000 fights that could get announced today, this one is absolutely not making the list. It's just not. But here we are, and it's funny because Ariel Hawani and I were talking about Gons win and where he could go on what the heck. And it seemed as if Engano versus Derek Lewis might happen in September. I know Dana White had been talking about it for weeks and weeks now. And then like 10 minutes after the interview with Ariel ended, we get this news. So it's almost like a not a waste of a conversation, but just something we just have to keep in mind when that thing drops on Tuesday morning. But all this is happening. We got a statement from Francis Ngannou's agent, Markel Martin, who said, quote, This comes as a complete shock. To make an interim title so soon, if you look at the history of this division, it comes as a surprise. We hope to get clarity and figure out something with the UFC soon. And of course, Francis Ngannou... Was not going to go quietly into that good night. He reacted to this news as well on Twitter by saying, I remember my interim title fight against Jarzinho. Oh, wait. And then followed up by saying, Nothing is right about this situation in essence when replying to MMA journalist Ariel Hawani's tweet. So, wow. Let us react to what we just found out moments ago, shall we? We have MMA Fighting Zone, Sean Alshadi, and Jose Young's joining us. Sean, let us begin with you. What gives, man? Where the hell did this come from?
1: I mean, you're not the only one asking that on on this Monday morning, right? This seems to be a shock to everybody, including Francis Ngannou. Uh, Man, this is the most UFC thing possible, right? Like we had in front of us, it was gifted to the UFC. John Jones, Francis Ngannou, the guy you've waited for how long? How long have we been talking about John Jones going to heavyweight? Pretty much the entirety of his light heavyweight run. We've always had that question out there. It was the biggest fight by a country mile. That w- that would could have been – it still might be one of the biggest fights of all time. I, I firmly believe that would have been the biggest non-Conor McGregor fight that the UFC could ever book. John Jones, Francis Ngannou, riding off the heat of what Francis Ngannou did to Stipe Miocic and just come, uh, appearing to be this in- insurmountable champion. And instead – of John Jones versus Francis Ngannou, we end up with this fight right here. That that is a perfectly fine fight, but it's not a fight that any of us ever expected. Derek Lewis, Cyril Gaon, no one was asking for this, and it's all because of the UFC just needs to fill a spot on the schedule, and they're they're getting a little frustrated and flustered with what this whole Francis Ngannou situation is. It it is the most UFC move imaginable. It is, uh, frankly, in my opinion, ridiculous. I mean, nobody wants this or is asking for this. You're in a position right now with this heavyweight. Division where you have this champion who could be this superstar, and you're putting booking an interim title fight uh, three months after he captures his title. We used to go whole years with one title fight in this division. Now all of a sudden, there's this huge urgent push uh, to do this sort of thing, and it's all because Francis couldn't make some sort of date that you felt like he had to make. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's 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 the, again the most UFC thing imaginable. But it, that doesn't excuse it. To me, the fact that we didn't end up with John Jones, Francis, and Ganu is bad enough, but the fact that now we're already in an interim title fight for for a division that just settled this sort of thing, it makes no sense to me.
2: Jose, you have infamously said for well over a year now that no fight is official until both guys make the walk and actually get in the cage and fight. And I know this is a little bit of a different context than some of the other scenarios that you have laid out over the over the last several months, but an interim title fight – This is crazy, man. Like, how did you react to this? Like, I I had no idea this was coming. This is a shock.
0: What else do I always say, Mike? What has been one of my other go-to phrases? If you ask for something, (laughs) UFC ain't going to give it to you. In any aspect, any sort of fantasy matchmaking you do, there is a 99% chance. That none of those fights are going to happen, and that's exactly what happened to, uh, right here. I do like what Sean said, and I actually 100% agree. It's a timing thing. Like they they didn't have a headliner for that 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 card in August in Houston. Right now, it's Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena, and I think it was on either What the Heck or or Between the Links or one of the one of the shows that we're on. Someone said it just didn't have the punch that uh, a pay per view needed. Maybe it was missing one aspect, and you're trying to figure out what else could go on it. We all assumed it was going to be Francis and Derek Lewis, but then as soon as uh, they said it's probably not going to happen in August. We just assumed it would happen in September. Uh, maybe they wanted Derek Lewis to fight in his home in his hometown of Houston and Saralgan just fought, so doesn't excuse it. I don't hate the fight in terms of an actual fist fight because it's two high-level heavyweights fighting each other, uh, but Derek Lewis should be fighting Francis because that's what Dana White said. Everyone's like, oh, Dana White has said this is happening. It's probably going to happen, and it's not happening, so I'm not surprised because, as Sean has said, it's just the most UFC thing possible because we all wanted Francis versus John Jones, which means we weren't going to get it. And then we all wanted Francis versus Derrick Lewis, which obviously means we're not going to get it. So next man up, Derrick Lewis, Cyril gone. It's very bizarre. It's, it's very baffling, but what? it's just the UFC being the UFC.
1: Let me, let me cut back in because you even just said right there, Jose, that we all like the fight that we all were expecting was Francis versus Lewis. And that's the fight that should be happening. And it's like, that was even a backup fight that itself yeah. was a backup fight to a, a huge fight. And now we have a backup to a backup. It, the fact that we are, can't even let Francis and get three months, four months after winning this title that he literally waited years and years to get this title shot. And, and now we need him back in action in three or four months. Otherwise something like this. I mean, come on guys. What are you doing? What, what, what? You, you take away from Francis and Ganu when you do this sort of thing. You have a guy on the on the precipice of absolute stardom, and you're going to introduce a second champion in his division because he wasn't able to go like a couple months later after he won this title. Like, what? How does this make any sense other than the idea that we have just, I guess, settled into and is just a reality now in today's UFC of hey, there is this spot on this schedule, and one way or another, we're going to get a title fight on this spot, and if you're not ready. It doesn't matter. The train moves on without you, even if you're potentially the biggest star that we have right now, not named Conor McGregor. So the whole thing is, the whole thing again, is just so UFC, man. Like, how did we end up with this fight? How did we end up with this fight? How is this the one that we got? I feel like we started from such a great place where it's like, this is the layup. This is the layup of all layups to do John Jones, Francis Agano. You've been waiting for a decade for John Jones to actually commit to heavyweight. And he did it. He gained all the weight. It's right there. It's just in front of you. Just
0: pay the man. Pay both of them and this is that it's, it's something it's 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 similar to when remember when anthony pettis fought max holloway for the interim featherweight title like six pay-per-views after jose aldo won the title and connor vacated it's the same thing they just wanted big names at the top of the card no one asked for this interim title no one asked for this fight it's just the ufc goes hey we're out of champions let's create an interim one just to stick at the top of this card so it, if they had waited a month francis could probably fight in september but like sean said they want something big on this specific time on this specific day in houston it's just it's nothing it's nothing new it's just the ufc being the ufc again i like it as a fight but i don't think it needs an infant title on it i don't think this needs an infant title on it but put yourself in Francis Ngannou's shoes right now. No, this I 100% who,
1: agree, yeah. Because if you're if you're Francis Ngannou, how are you feeling right now on this Monday morning? Like, mm-hmm. you were essentially the number one contender from February 2019 up until, you know, March of this year. And you couldn't convince them to, to book an interim title fight. You were kind of stuck waiting behind this log jam that was created with DC and Stipe. And you were out there essentially being the champion just defending against these number one contenders, whether it was Rosenstruck or JDS or Kane or anybody, Curtis Blades. And you couldn't get them to create an interim belt for you. And now after three months, just three months into your reign, there's already one because you weren't able to make the state. If you're Francis Ngannou, you have to be livid right now. It's just like, how are these guys getting it? And I couldn't get it
2: for two years. Sean, let me let me ask you this. You and I have not worked together that long. So you may not know this about me, but I, I try to be a silver lining guy. I try to find the sunshine in an otherwise cloudy day, Mr. Alshadi. Is there a chance that the UFC is doing Derek Lewis a solid here? They're giving him a nice bump in pay, giving him a main event fight at home for an interim title against Gone. But behind the scenes, maybe, just maybe, John Jones and the UFC have made nice. Maybe a deal is in place to get Jones this big fight with Nganu. And we know the UFC, and they they like to get one piece done first before moving on to the other. So maybe Nganu doesn't even know this is happening. And then that this fight between Lewis and Ghan will essentially be a number one contender fight. The winner will fight the winner of Jones versus Nganu. And we're just adding a little sizzle to the stake to make Derek happy, make Ghan happy. Is that at all possible? Or, or is the chance above 1% that this is a possibility? Was, was Cyril gone not happy? Like, he just yeah. fought
1: two days ago. Not Cyril. I'm talking, <laughs> about,
2: I'm talking about Derek. I mean, Derek, Derek I is understand. Told, Basically said He's in the fight. But now you're like, Derek, guess what, dude? John's in. You're out. What can we do to make it better for you? All right, we'll let you headline this card in August. UFC, I
1: don't know that the UFC is super worried about how Derek Lewis is feeling if we're being honest with each other, right? Like, I don't know that they're feeling like they need to placate Derek Lewis. Sure, is there a chance that we might still get John Jones versus Ngannou out of this? I mean, there's a chance of anything, apparently. <laughs> we just got Derek Lewis <laughs> versus Shogun for the interim title. Uh, so there's a chance of anything, but I wouldn't put my money on it because if that if that fight is there and it's ready, why not just book that? whenever you can book that and then just do something else for this card, right? Because you're diminishing the heavyweight title and everything to do with the heavyweight division. When you, when you introduce an interim, well, that's just how it works with, with, with the the public, right? Like if the public sees a second belt in this division, the first belt isn't maybe as important as it should be. Uh, is there a chance of that? Sure. But I wouldn't bet on it. Like if you, if yeah. I had to bet money right now, I wouldn't put
0: money on it. Here's what happens every time the UFC does, and I, I say this: this is this has happened. It's it happens all the time. The UFC puts three titles on one card, like they did in Jacksonville. They use so many champions in like a real short amount of time. They're like, uh oh, we don't have a champion for an event. Either we're gonna cancel it, like they did that one, and they were, remember they were supposed to have that January one in in Anaheim, and Kamara Usman like, and Ben Askren, like, volunteered to fight Colby Covington, and then Colby said no, so they just canceled it. Well, and then the same, like, it happens they, they, with the Holloway Pettis one. They had like that Madison Square Garden card with like three champ, like a bunch of fights or whatever, and then all of a sudden they run out of card, like, champion. So again, this is they wanted something for this specific day, and it's bizarre. If, if but. If it means we can get Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, I'm fine with it. But as of right now, we don't know. But very bizarre.
2: Should this fight be the main event, Sean, over an undisputed title fight between Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena? Like, I understand that maybe this card needed a second punch to the 1-2, but you could still make that the co-main event, and it I mean, it's literally the exact same thing. The marquee doesn't have to change. You can just put all four faces on the poster. It's not a big deal. Is this... A disservice to those two ladies, more specifically Amanda Nunes with the run she has had over the last few years. And on top of that, being the greatest women's fighter of all time, should she be getting the rub here and not an interim title fight?
1: I mean, that's a that's a tough question. I don't really concern myself too often with the, the idea of the card placement and where people go and that sort of thing. I mean, that's that's all seems very arbitrary. And ultimately, unless you're getting pay-per-view points, it doesn't really matter much. Uh, I would say Amanda Nunes probably would be cool with these dudes headlining the event. It's less work for her and it's less pressure on her shoulders to, to do that. I'm sure that's, that's going to be what the UFC ends up doing, too, just because it is a heavyweight fight. Uh, but, I mean, it, when it comes to the actual logistics of it, I, I, I would be fine with whatever they end up doing. I don't know that that's that big of a deal.
2: Jose, I know you're not huge into the betting odds, but, you know, it's sometimes nice to put things into context. Right now, Cyril gone a minus 325 favorite against Derek Lewis to come back at plus 275. Agree or disagree?
0: Um... I, would, I guess I, I wouldn't put it that. I'd probably put it closer, but I do agree that I would probably favor Cyril Ghosn to win this fight just based on what he's shown in, the, in, in his past few performances. And we've seen like Derek Lewis was very close to losing to Volkov before he, again, but has that touch of death. So Derek Lewis is never out of a fight, but just based off of the last few performances, I, like, again, I don't think we've ever seen Cyril Ghosn in trouble ever. He's one of what, like three fighters in the UFC to never fight off of his backs and not that Derek Lewis is going to take him down. But yeah, I I would favor Cyril, but I would probably make that gap a little smaller.
2: If Cyril Gane wins this fight, Sean, and they can't—I mean, let's hope the, the the path is to John Jones. We we hope that happens. And maybe or not. Is it even is this a backup like, plan though? Is this maybe but, a backup? Like if is, Cyril Gane wins this fight, you could do Engano versus Gane in France, or you know, I mean, that's massive. That's a massive thing. Is this? Maybe it's not like a reward for Derek Lewis and doing a thanks for the favor, bro. But maybe it's it, it maybe it's just like a plan B for Francis and Gano. Like, hey man, we either gave you Jones or you fight Gano in France next year.
1: I mean, sure, we're assuming that Cyril Gano going to win this fight. I probably favor him too. But that's that's a lot of assumptions, still, right? Derek Lewis, you give him twenty five minutes to land a shot. Like he might he might land that shot. We've seen it a thousand times. To me, th- what this does though is it essentially you're you're pushing you're kicking the can even farther down the road for john jones like that can't even really be a possibility anymore once you have an interim champion right like at that point francis has to fight the interim champion unless we're going to do the colby covington tony ferguson thing where we're just going to strip an interim uh because we found something more fun and, and bigger to do like at this point you're basically forcing the issue that this john jones super fight that the entire world wants to see and will make you so much money uh can't happen logistically until what next year Maybe even farther along the line than that. Like you're just making that an absolute certainty uh, when you book this f- kind of fight with an interim title not too far away. I mean, this is two months away. Uh, this is all. This is all the, the UFC doing the UFC, man.
2: I'm, tr- I'm just trying to find any kind of angle to have this make sense, no. and none of them are working. Like, not one. The, like big, like
0: Francis and versus John Jones inside Madison Square Garden was as Sean not even a layup. Like we're gonna lower the basket. To like waist high and you're just gonna like put it in like that was <laughs> the fight to make francis versus john the heavyweight championship of the world against the like a of the man who can just take your soul with his fist against the greatest fighter of all time like the heavyweight champion of the world in madison square garden all the history all the heavyweight tells and boxing that have been there that was the fight and now that's not gonna happen like that can't happen for another year because of the of the timing of this
2: Last thing on this, true or false, Sean, the biggest loser in this whole situation is Stipe Miachich.
1: False. I mean, the biggest loser in all of this is either Francis, John Jones, or all of us for, for missing out on a, a fight that would have been the one of the biggest fights in the history of the sport. Like the historical ramifications that would have been in place for John Jones versus Francis Ngannou are immense right like i I, you could spend 20 minutes listing how how the effects that could have on each guy's legacy and just how we consider them and and sort of their overall where they sit in the pantheon especially a guy like john like that would probably make him the goat like unquestionably even if i mean obviously the ped stuff is is that still out there but just aside from that like the the ultimate loser of all of this is probably john jones like he, he he did it he made he did the work he's a heavyweight right now. Like he put in the time finally. And, and now he's what one or two steps behind even getting a title shot. Like in the ultimate loser, that's John Jones.
2: Okay. May, to, to be more clear, Jose in the t- actual title picture right now, because John, we, we we knew there was going to be hurdles getting to this fight. So having an interim at this point is a shocker. Not having John Jones involved is not really a shocker, but how much does this hurt Stipe right now? Because he was ahead of Cyril gone in this conversation. And now he's like completely out of it.
0: Yeah. Remember I was get I forgot to bring this up. Like, remember the winner of Derek Lewis and Francis was supposed to fight Stipe or Dana White was like, Hey, maybe Stipe fights John. And John was like, yeah, that's not happening. So, stipe is just the forgotten man in this i'm not saying he's the biggest loser but stipe did just get knocked unconscious like very recently so if he wants more time to be a firefighter and be a dad and as he said he wants to put on a lot more weight before he in his mind was going to have that rubber match against francis if he's holding out for that rubber match it's going to be a long time before we see stipe's but again like sean said i don't think he's the biggest loser but if if you're if you're a big stipe fan not Jed Mishu, obviously, Is it's going to be a while <laughs> before you see him back in there.
2: Yeah, it's now even longer yeah. of a road to get back to a title shot, no matter who wins, even if Francis isn't the champion. He's got a long road yeah. back to that title. So a lot to unpack here. This is actually happening. We're not dreaming. We're actually talking about this. The interim heavyweight title will be up for grabs on August 7th in Houston at UFC 265. Derek Lewis versus Cyril Ghosn. Let's, let's even this.
0: hope that fight happens. Remember, Chaz Skelly was supposed to fight, and he made the walk to the octagon, and his fight didn't happen. So let's just, fingers crossed, everyone can actually make that fight.
2: We're going to end up well, with Augusto Sakai fighting for the interim title. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> mm. Agosto Sakai versus Martin Tybora for the interim heavyweight title, August 7th. Make the poster, damn it. Make the poster. All right. We have talked about this enough. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot more on the way to August 7th. But until then, for Jose, Sean Alshadi, I am Mike Keck. We'll see you later. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.